What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the podcast all about Dunwoody, Georgia. I'm Matt Weber. The show is brought to you by Village Orthodontics. Um, that might be a new name for you, Will, but that's our, our big orthodontics place around here. Love Dr. Brett. Um, but anyway, so you came on the show today because you are the savior of our Dunwoody food hall. And um, <laughs> we waited a long time for that food hall to open. Everybody was super amped about it. And then it just... I think people showed up at the beginning, and it was kind of like, yeah, it was all right. It wasn't exactly what they were looking for. And then all of a sudden, everything fell apart. And everybody, you know, there was people complaining. People that worked there were reaching out, trying to find some sort of answers to not getting paid and all of this mess. But super negative stuff. But you are the positive side of that. You are here to save the food hall. Um, you've got a food hall in, was it um, Midtown, right? At Colony right. Square in Midtown? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you already know what you're doing, and, and we're actually wearing the same shirt today, too, which is really yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, introduce yourself, I guess, tell us where you came from, um, why you do this whole food hall experience. I actually own a restaurant as well, so I'm going to kind oh, cool. of follow you here. Okay, well, um, Politan started different. about a decade ago, so we've been uh, building and producing food halls for 10 years, and one of our most popular ones and quite frankly, just one that I've had the most fun working on is the Atlanta project down in Midtown. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and so on the heels of that um, and having such a good experience and uh, working with such great entrepreneurs, we really were looking for a way to help their brands grow. And that meant um, an expansion in Atlanta. I've really fallen in love with the city. I'm from just down the road in Birmingham, Alabama originally. Um, so it, it's been a really fun ex- exploratory project for, for our group. But you know, the bottom line is that We've got a few of the entrepreneurs in Colony Square who are ready to grow. This opportunity, you know, came about. We saw that it would be a great way to to really kind of put into place there what I think everybody expected and so um, or what what people were hoping for. So we're going to come. Uh, we're opening up in the fall. We're in presently sort of getting everything finished out the right way in terms of just a couple of edits to the layout and, and things of that nature. But we're opening in the fall with nine counter service establishments, a, a restaurant within a restaurant, um, and two bars, one being Barpolitan, which is our sort of signature mainstay bar, but then also a, a fun surprise in the, in the back of the room. So it's really going to be that center of variety, I think, in Dunwoody, where the whole family can come uh, and everybody gets what they want. And so um, I, I think it'll be it'll really, really fun. We're also going to have um, three concepts from the original come forward, three of the most popular concepts, but we've also got, you know, seven new ones. Um, so there is, though I think you'll see the, the the sort of vibe and design and stuff that you see in Midtown, the project is still quintessentially unique um, with with the sort of the new stuff that we have in store for Dunwoody. Yeah, that's really cool. So some of the people from Colony Square are coming over? Yeah, yeah. Pretty restaurant. Little Taco, which is sort of like the the darling um, down there who has done just an incredible job, kind of one of the original Berea operators in Atlanta is coming forward. Also the Hibachi place with Jack Pai and Tandoori, which is um, sort of an Indian wings concept that does extremely well. The the food is delicious. That's awesome. So 10 years ago, you were the first one. I mean, food hall, I feel like it wasn't around 10 years ago, except for at the, uh, at the mall, you know, well, yeah, exactly at the mall, but 10 years ago, they were just basically in New York. Um, and, yeah. and it was a couple in San Francisco. And we built the first one here in New Orleans um, in the Southeast. And But uh, about a year or two later, that's when, you know, late 2015 is when you saw Krog open, you know, Ponce opened. So, like, you know, we were kind of right at the right at the beginning and have watched this whole industry sort of evolve over time. Yeah. 
It's really cool. I mean, it's a it's a great idea, and I'm surprised that it didn't come around before that. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I variants love the of Street one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the you know variants have existed for a long time, and it's it is an evolving business that you know things change every day in it, and so you know you really have to. It requires a lot of focus, but um, in the end, it's it's incredibly rewarding when you get to like work with young brands and and watch them grow these businesses, and you know, kind of help. You know, so it's like. It's yeah. both, um, it's fun, you know, from a guest experience standpoint, the customers absolutely love food halls because you just can't get the same amount of variety, um, and, you know, in, in other places, I mean, with it, with the exception of the mall food court, I guess, but you know, <laughs> a lot of people want a more dining, you know, more aesthetically driven, um, opportunity, you know, offer there. And that's, I think where we come in. And a bar is always good too. Sure. So are these um, existing restaurants that have large locations as well that, you know, want to do try something new? Um, I saw that Stage was one of the ones. Uh, yeah. The guys from Stage. I really like that restaurant. Yeah. They, so they have Stage and, pa- and Pesh um, and they're doing a sort of counter service oriented like Mediterranean kebabs focused thing, which is a mm-hmm. new concept for them. But they, you know, they're they're. Uh, they're a pretty cool group and they have a lot of talent. So, you know, I think it was a, it's a good match. Yeah. Is it easier for them to go into a food hall or is it actually more difficult? I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a smaller space, right? It is a smaller space, but the way we build them for people, what Politan does is we kind of, um, we build them to sort of a 90% standard turnkey. So typically by the time they walk in, it already, you know, they're already licensed. Um, which makes it a lot easier for us over time. And it's a lot less um, challenging for an operator to get into because they really just have to think about the food production, not the, you know, not, not the rest of the, you know, wrench turning and the permitting and all that kind of thing. Right. And then like servers and stuff like that, are you in charge of that? And yeah, so we'll have their individual ones. We're sort of a classic style food hall where it's, it's pretty much counter service. And, and so, you know, people are going to uh, order from the counter directly from the operator so they can kind of, you know, speak to and get the vibe of, of what right. each brand is about. Um, so we don't really do a, a table service thing the way I think um, it was originally planned at that location. And in fact, okay. one of the things that we're going to do, if you've been into this particular location in Dunwoody, they built this sort of room within a room. Um, mm. which they call the library, but what we're going to do is take all of that out so you can open up the sight lines to all the vendors. And then part of the design is to build a, you know, a, a banquette, um, around on the inside so that from anywhere in the restaurant, you can see all the menus and all the purveyors and all of the options, which really kind of opens the room up. And I think, um, is going to, going to allow it to, to make a lot more sense because I think one of the issues is just customer confusion. People, when they, part of the experience with going to a food hall is the ability to walk around and see everything and sort of yeah, like, like, that's almost that's too much. The, right. That's the fun, you know, is, and so like you want people to have that experience where they walk in and they get the ooh and the ah, and then they walk around and see everything that's on offer. Um, and then make the, make the purchasing decision, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's something to that too, where I could go with my kids and, you know, I'm going to want something totally different than what they're going to want. They're going to go to the whoever's got chicken tend the best chicken tenders. But, right. um, you know, you can kind of show up with a family of four and all get different stuff if you want to. Like, yeah, that's uh, absolutely right. Really we've cool actually idea. we've put in a, a reservations system. So like specifically for like Sunday um, or, you know, family style. So like, you know, if you 
if you're coming after church and you've got a you know a whole crew with you, you can not have to necessarily worry about finding the table for everybody to then kind of disperse and get what they want and meet back up, which is actually a, kind of a I think an ease of shop, but also um, a, a critical component for that large sort of family dynamic. Which you know, in, in up here in Dunwoody, there's there's just a lot of you know there's a lot of families, and I think we want to make sure that we have a great you know dining option um, yeah. for those for those folks. We think of it like yeah. a dining room, you know. And so, you know, and with the Midtown project, uh, it was, we wanted it to be Midtown's living room and up here in Dunwoody, we wanted it to feel like, uh, like a, like a great family dining room where you can kind of, where everybody gets what they want. Yeah, exactly what they want. Uh, can you tell us about JoJo's? Yeah. Um, I read and, something about that. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, no JoJo's. So, um, <clears throat> we created JoJo's in the middle of the pandemic. So like this, uh, the Midtown project was delayed by about <clears throat> nine or 10 months, um, because the pandemic hit right in the middle. And um, right while we were like fin- wrapping up construction, to be honest, um, the back bar, we reconcepted in the middle of the of the pandemic to be Jojo's Beloved. And Jojo's Beloved was um, it, it was it was kind of born of that idea when we we're all locked up in the house and you wanted this sort of escapist vibe. So what we came up with was kind of a time travel bar. So when you walk through the doors of Jojo's, it's fully encapsulated and it has a very like specific soundtrack and design which is all aimed at 1978 to 1981 which is was a was a really great time um in music specifically in atlanta um you know like atlanta disco was a kind of a big deal and um so we wanted to kind of pay homage to that but also just dust off all these records that you know people outside of atlanta probably don't remember but like or, or may not remember as well but inside of atlanta these are very nostalgic albums like um like all of the brick records so um, Jojo's became a time travel bar. Basically when you walk in there, you feel like you're in a different place and that was really fun to build. So with this particular project, we wanted to do something that would, we, the original operator has built this back bar and we were like, well, how do we take this to the next level and really make it a thing? So one of the things we're doing is first off, we're enclosing it so that you do get that, um, transfer experience from, Hey, this is everybody in the living, uh, you know, in, in this big space eating, um, to, oh, let's, let's add this entertainment piece in the back. So the, so the first thing we're doing is hanging sort of a, a curtain to separate the two spaces. And then we're completely redoing the design um, back there. And the focus is 10 years uh, into the future, 88 to 91. And this was like when I was buying my first record. And I think for the average, yeah, for most too. people in that Dunwoody area, they remember this music because these were the first records that we bought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really fun uh, project. Like, um, you know, there's just some really great music at this time. I mean, this is like Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston, but also like, um, <laughs> like Michael Jackson's bad came out in 88. Um, so it, it's, it's, I think it'll be a really fun project. The interiors are very of the, of the period. Um, yeah. we've really kind of leaned into making this sort of like, uh, like to the vaporwave look and stuff. So I think it'll be special when you go back there, it's going to be like nothing else and done money for sure. That's really cool. Yeah, my, I think my first albums were uh, my my dad gave me MC Hammer, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him, and my yep. mom gave me Wilson Phillips. Right, so I was, mm-hmm. I, I, the whole gambit, you know. Yeah, um, but uh, so and you're also doing Peachtree Corners, which I was super excited about because I feel like we go out in Peachtree Corners just as much as we do in Dunwoody, and that whole town center forum area, you know, forum was the hot spot for so long. And then they did the town center across the street and now forums kind of, you know, revamping and doing their new thing. And, um, we go over there all the time, Perea and, uh, what'd you get the, what's the Hibachi place? Aomi. Aomi. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. And, um, it's just a nice area and they're, I guess they're 
taking care of one end of the parking lot and turning that into a grassy field. Is that right? Yeah. So they're doing the green. This is a great project. It's one of the, one of the best developers in Atlanta, uh, North American properties who we've partnered with before. Um, they, this, this property is psychologically important to everybody in that area because it acts as sort of the town center and it really needed that, that bit of a refresh and the right people to do it. And I think it, they, it was a bullseye to get with North American. I really like working with them. They do high quality retail projects and, and I, I think it's really in the right hands. We're taking that in next to AOMI. So AOMI will be our next door neighbor and we're building, the, the, they're actually under construction right now in a big green space. Um, yeah. that'll go right out in front of the food hall. So you'll be able to walk into the food hall, um, you know, experience the, the restaurants. And then, you know, if you want, have a picnic right out, right out in the front, there is a patio. Um, but also just this green space that we'll use for events and picnicking and all, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, yeah. this, this, this project is really cool because there's a ton of parking. Um, and I think North American kind of has a 10 year plan over there to, to not only build a, a vertical deck, but also add, you know, residential and office and things and really kind of like, kind of take it towards, you know, update it for, for the future, which I think will be really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like Peachtree Corners. I'm a big fan of Dunwoody as well, but um, mm. it's neat that you're going to be in both places. And are, are any of those, have you gotten down to the restaurants yet for that? Like, are you going to make any of the restaurants? Not yet. We're making, we kind of got, uh, we're making offers this week to, to purveyors. So like, it's very here okay. and now. Nice. Nice. And then, uh, so what are the, the opening dates? You said 2024 for Peachtree Corners. And then what about, uh, what about here in Dunwoody? Well, uh, I was just right before we jumped on, I was just scrolling emails from the weekend. I won't hold you to this. I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> I don't have a hard date just yet because we have to, we got to actually see a permit, but, um, we've applied for an alterations permit here because we're not really uh, moving any walls or changing any plumbing stuff. It's just, it's literally just a core. So we should, if we can get through, if we can get our alterations permit, you know, this next week, our construction process is about eight to 10 weeks. And then we need a couple weeks to staff and train. So like right now we're probably, if everything goes according to plan, we're probably looking at mid November, you know, awesome. which, uh, which would be awesome. Cause I want to, I want to get in there right for the holidays when everybody's home and they got something, you know, the whole family has something new to check out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah family in town, you can take them there. And, mm -hmm. and I know Dunwoody really wants this to happen. Um, the, the city of Dunwoody really wants this to happen. So I'm sure they're going to be helpful to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I think, um, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a mad dash, but I think, um, but I think we're going to do, I, I'm pretty excited about it. The, the designs have come out in iterations. So as we've, you know, we're kind of, we're, we're, where the interiors have are evolving at the same time that the permitting is moving forward. And I think every, every couple of days, the designs just get a little bit further refined, but it's going to be really gorgeous. Yeah. And I feel like you're coming at a good time too, because I think it's probably taken a few months for people to get used to the idea of, you know, Ashford Lane. And now all these new restaurants are opening up and you guys are going to be the, the cherry on top at the, at the end there. But yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to mention? Uh, appreciate you coming on and kind of this was such a big deal around Dunwoody. And it's so nice that somebody's going to pick it up and actually take care of it. So thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll have it. We'll have a few more chef announcements coming up in the next, I would say, three to four weeks. Um, and then we'll have renderings that we'll release pretty soon. We'll post on the website so that you can kind of see what the interiors are going to look like. Um, so all that's coming kind of sometime during, I would say, late September, early October. Then we'll release the menu and the, um, all of the design and ideas behind that back bar, which I think will be a fun little fun little thing. Uh, oh, last thing, we're going to build a patio out front. So one of the things oh. about this particular location is that it kind of was kind of confusing to figure out which door to walk in to go 
go through. So we're updating the whole um, front of the building such that it'll have an enclosed patio for for that front bar area, um, which I think okay. will be really fun. So you can kind of come, you can circle through. Um, and then the landlord's given us um, uh, permission to, to do uh, a, a big sort of signage, like painted logo and sign on, yeah. the, on the north side of the building, which I think will help out with those, with the shoppers coming in that back entrance to get into Target from the residential side, I think will be really cool because it'd be a little bit more awareness than I think there was originally. So, you know, yeah. a little bit by bit, I think it'll be great. We're also, here we're going to have free parking, which is one of our biggest um, I think is one of our, our biggest values versus the Midtown location. So a lot of people drive from outside the city to get down to um, Midtown um, and then, you know, have to park in the deck and stuff. So here I think it'll be great because there's a whole free parking deck right behind us for um, for anybody coming to the area. Yeah. Well, awesome, man. Yeah, as you start to put that stuff out in September, I'll make sure I share it and get the word out. Um, but, yeah, tell me if I can help you with anything. And thanks for coming on, telling the people yeah. uh, of Dunwoody what you're doing and where you're going next. Absolutely. Thanks for thinking of us. Thanks, Will.